It's time for Mortgage Matters, the GMFS weekly radio show, heard exclusively on Talk 107.3 FM WBRP. And now here's your hosts, GMFS CEO T. Brown and Pamela Matassa. Good afternoon and thanks for joining us for another edition of Mortgage Matters, heard exclusively here on Talk 107.3 FM. I'm Pam Matassa and starting us off this afternoon, we are joined by Angel Sanji with Choice Title. And I'm very excited to bring her on the program because she is like a wealth of knowledge in telling us about a title company, some of the things that you do. We're going to hit on some interesting points today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Well, Angel, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I, uh, I'm a sales and marketing rep for Choice Title. I absolutely love the real estate business. In fact, I was a realtor for over 32 years wow. uh, before I joined the team at Choice Title. So real estate is in my blood, if you will. Well, today we're going to, I love, you've, you've presented me with a list of topics and questions that you'd like to cover for the program. And the first one is something I don't really know anything about. It's what is curative? Curative is the term that is used when uh, work is needed in connection with clearing a title, a, a title defect, a, a title problem. Um, they call it curative work, and it's the things that the attorneys do to remedy the problem or the deficiency or whatever we might be dealing with. And you're with Choice Title. Where are you located? We are located right here on Old Jefferson Highway in Prairieville. In fact, we're moving into our new building Thursday, and we're all very excited about that. Choice Title's been in business for over 30 years, and uh, we're just just really, really excited about the new uh, opening of our new building there. And so we have our office in Prairieville, as well as Baton Rouge, Laplace, Destran, and we close in all 64 parishes. Wow. In yeah. all 64 parishes. We close in all 64 parishes. Yes, ma'am. So what are some of the issues that you see the most? Well, um, a, a real common thing would be an open mortgage that is still recorded at the courthouse. and um, But maybe the owner paid them off. And so... When we run the title search and we show that there's an open mortgage and we go back to the owner and say, hey, you've got this mortgage, and they say, oh, no, that's paid off. What do you do? Yeah, well, so what do you do? What do we do is we get the proof that that mortgage was paid off, and what has to happen is the mortgage, not only does it get paid off, but it needs to be canceled at the courthouse. And that's something that when people forget to do or something Maybe, maybe a, a, another company did not do that last step. So in the meantime, because the mortgage really was paid off, the owners don't realize that it's not canceled at the courthouse. Are there some legal actions that need to take place when that happens? Not really, because it's a very easy problem to, I mean, I'm not an attorney, so I don't give legal advice, but technically uh, when it is discovered that there's an open mortgage uh-huh. uh, that has been paid off, we get the proof. And we can usually find that in the record by uh, maybe a sale of the property or a refinance of the property to show that that old mortgage was paid off. And then we take care of going and canceling that at the courthouse so that we can clear that title. So how does a mortgage that is paid off still reflect as active in the records? Well, what will happen sometimes is let's say someone uh, refinances, makes a home equity line of credit, uh, or does something like that. That technically is supposed to pay off the first one. But sometimes, again, there could be a glitch. There could be just some sort of error somewhere. Um, we see various reasons how or why that could happen. But that's a really good example 
of how that could happen is when someone refinances a home and the first mortgage just didn't get canceled at the courthouse. It was paid off, but not canceled. All right. What about when you're dealing with more than one person? What about the title issue of more than one person um, on the title or more than one owner? And then how is that handled? Well, um, basically what happens is when someone, say, inherits a property where they may be siblings or multiple owners involved, we basically do the title abstract and research to determine how many owners they have and who are the true owners. And then we get all of that person's information. We get their, their full name, their marital status, their social security number, and we run those names to make sure that those people are truly the correct owners. And then we know exactly, well, we have five owners and these are the people. And then we know, okay, all these five people have to sign in order to do this transaction. And what's very interesting, um, by the way, Angel Sanji, our, uh, our, our, um, with Choice Title, who joins us here today, is talking to us about some of the issues that take place when you're dealing with a title, you know, with a title of a home. I think that it's always, you know, often, Angel, I think it's kind of an afterthought. You said you've been, a, you were a realtor for more than 30 years. And I think that oftentimes people don't even consider the title company you're going to select it's like an afterthought or you rely on the mortgage company to give you a, a heads up on who might they choose or the realtor hey do you have a good one so you know you're really kind of showing us that there's some really significant reason why you should pay attention to the title company you choose you should definitely pay attention to the title company you choose it it actually it it basically determines your entire future for the life of that property based on the title insurance policy that's written and so forth um, it is such an important part of the transaction that the consumer doesn't realize just how important it is. And, I, you know, I know this is just a few of the very small sort of list of examples of title issues, and there's just so many things that can hinder the sale of a property. I mean, what can someone do if they believe that they have, you know, some title concerns? If anyone has any title concerns or they're just not sure about something, maybe it's a property that they inherited, maybe it's something they're, they're considering purchasing, um, we do consultations all the time at our office. Uh, we do those by appointment, and we're happy to sit down with the, the consumer, the buyer, the seller, whoever it might be that needs assistance. We have attorneys in all of our offices to get legal advice as well. And so what we do is we sit down and explain to them what it is that they have. Sometimes people will come and see us with a plot map and, and it, you could tell that it's maybe 30, 40 years old and they sit down and they say, this is what I have and I don't understand it. And we can sit down with them and say, well, this is what you have and this is your property line and this is what that is and this is, and it, we just try to help people to understand what they need to be looking for, things that they do need to be concerned about and what they don't need to be concerned about. Uh, surveys is a really common issue because not everyone has a current survey and people don't realize the importance of a survey because you have uh, situations where you could have encroachments uh, or overlaps on property lines and basically that would be an example of if someone had a covered carport and maybe the overhang of that carport hung over someone else's property line nobody thinks about things like that you well, know. how might one go about 
finding out or getting a survey? Well, you can order. I mean, there are several companies throughout the area. And actually, on a typical residential normal lot, a survey would cost between three and $500 to obtain a new one. And it's very beneficial if you don't have one. Sometimes we try to pull one from the record, but they're not always available. And they, may not, they might, not, it might not always be current. Because when you have a survey done, let's say you had a new construction home uh-huh. and the home was built and there's a survey. But then those people move there and they extend the patio and put a shed or maybe even put a pool. And then that survey can change because what happens is you want to know, well, how close to the property line is that shed? Is that shed sitting on the property line? Is it sitting on, is it three inches over onto the neighbor's property? And that would be considered what we call an exception to a title policy. So if somebody makes any sort of modifications to their home in terms of square footage, you should obtain a new survey. Always. Always. All right. And then typically speaking, when you go to close on a home, how long does the title company need in order to complete the transaction? Uh, For the actual closing? For the actual closing. I mean... You know, how long does it take for you guys, typically speaking, a general range to kind of complete the tasks at hand to clear title for a home for the closing? Well, what we do is we order title upon request by the lender usually, uh, and they will send in a title request asking us to provide them with proof of clear title. So our abstractors uh, are actually in-house employees of ours. We don't typically sub that work out. Sometimes we have to, but on a day-to-day basis, we have our abstractors available and we do the abstract. And that is usually back within a three-day period, usually. And then it goes to our attorney for examination. And our attorneys examine the title to determine if there are any defects in that chain of title. And then we go for commitment where we actually issue a title insurance policy. And, um, So if someone was purchasing a home and they were paying cash and they were ready to go, Mm-hmm. Typically, we can be ready in seven days or less. Well, I'll tell you what, Angel Sanji, if I need a title company, I'm going to call you over at Choice Title because you have more knowledge of what's going on and can put us in the right direction. So I want to thank you for coming on the pro- program. I want to invite you to come back. I would love you, to. you are just amazing. I would love to. Well, we're going to take a break. I'm going to be back with more of Mortgage Matters, and I hope to tell you that the rest of the program is going to be as exhilarating and as educational as this segment was. We'll be back with more after this.